Good morning, everybody. I wanted to just quickly remind you, if you love B2B SaaS and you're loving all these CEOs I have on, remember, you can get all of their data in a big, beautiful spreadsheet at gitlatka.com. That's G-E-T-L-A-T-K-A.com. So I hope you're enjoying the month. I love December. I love the holidays. And here is our program for today. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. They had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is David Erickson. He's the founder and CEO of freeconferencecall.com. His simple ideas and deft execution have transformed the telecommunications industry to better suit the needs of consumers and businesses worldwide. He founded the company on a simple principle that collaborative communication should be available to everyone, both affordably and efficiently. He started by purchasing a $10 URL, which sparked the first viral movement in the telecommunications industry to support free conferencing around the globe. Dave, are you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So what year do you buy this domain name in? It was in um, 2001. Uh, it was o- October 26. All right. October 2001, freeconferencecall.com. And I mean, where were you at this point? Let us in your head. Did you already have a big exit and you were playing around with play money now or house money? I mean, where were you? No, actually, um, quite quite different than that. Um, I had done a number of things. I had some ups, some downs. Um, I didn't have a whole lot of, of things uh Financially, when I started Free Conference Call, um, it was more, you know, very grassroots, very bootstrap kind of a, a scenario. Mm. Are you still bootstrapped today? Well, we've never taken any institutional funds and, and we don't believe in debt here. So we're debt free. So uh, it, it, uh, it's at its times, you know, where that that's difficult to manage. But ultimately, I think a company becomes very strong staying that way. So tell us what the company does and what's your revenue model? How do you make money? So the the original idea of free conference call was 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 pretty simple. If I could drive enough incremental volume into a local exchange carrier, um, they receive a, a term. Dave, I don't know. I don't know what that means. Um, so a phone company. So Verizon is a local exchange carrier. AT and T, uh, Quest. If you could drive traffic into their network incrementally, more traffic because you put a conferencing bridge in there, they receive more of this what they call terminating access fee. A, a charge that's charged for another carrier coming onto their network. Um, and could I incrementally share in that, that fee? And the answer was yes, we found some phone companies. And so we were actually making money on the back end of telecom, not having to charge the organizers for their conferencing. account. Interesting. Has that changed today? Uh, it still operates the same way. Um, we're doing that same business model in 70 different countries. This sounds fairly technical, so I want to try and ask a question that tees you up to explain it super simply. Um, I mean, are we talking, you know, for let's do an example for a 10 minute conference call with five people who are Verizon users calling in and using AT&T's network. What is AT&T making for each of those 10 minute calls and what percentage do you get? So it's a it's a, a fraction of a cent. 
Um, so you're, you know, 50 cents off of a conference call would be a pretty, pretty good conference call. Um, that would be a big one. Um, so it's a, it's a real small amount of money, but because you don't have any of the billing and receivables and everything that it takes to, to manage a company that charges an organizer fee, right? You save a lot on costs and you just get to, you know, providing the network. Mm -hmm. So what is the, so this was back in 2001, you launched this fast forward to kind of where you are today. So in the last, I don't know, what's the right time frame you want to use? Maybe a year, maybe you do a month in a month, how many conference calls or conference call minutes are going through your platform? Um, so we'll see like 40 million users in a month. Okay. And what does that mean? You'll see them. Uh, the, we have like 40 million people call into conferencing bridges over the uh, 30 day span. So you see about, you know, a million conference calls a day, kind of a average. And on average, like uh, when you say a million conference calls per day, are there then, you know, on average three people per conference call? So it's actually 3 million users per day. So when I say conference calls, those are like call legs. So Got it. Would be one one caller per conference call. Like. Got it. So one one million conference calls per day, and 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 does it matter to your business model how many conferences those one million calls are across? No, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, interesting. How do you, okay. So this is obviously a competitive space right? you have companies like Uber conference coming in, you've got, you know, Google hangouts, you've got some people maybe going enterprise, going go to webinar. Where do you see kind of your cut of the market in this space? Well, so, so, um, you know, all those guys are interesting. They're great competitors. It's a great field. Um, there's a lot of innovation in, in, in the field. Um, they all have slightly different business models. You know, any, any of the competitors that are anywhere close to the size of free conference call, have a different have a different business model. Um, our business model is interesting. We grow within our means, so we grow based on you know our profits, not based on you know venture capital or some other thing um, being public or something like that. Um, but um, we see a lot of innovation. We create a lot of innovation, but we're able to basically seize it all, and we kind of just keep taking market share. Right on an average day, we'll see anywhere between two to 3,000 new customers come to free conference call on a single day. So um, I think that we are here to stay. I think that out of all of those other now, companies- Dave, real quick, sorry. You can, everyone's really a customer for you because the second they spend a minute using you guys, you're making some fraction of a cent from the carriers. That's, that's correct. I mean, I think we count customers differently than the other guys. So that's a good point. You know, they count by how many organizers they have. We count by basically anybody using free conference call because we don't really know who the organizer is, right? So, well, but, but these aren't, I just want to give you credit, right? A lot of people will say we have a million customers, but really what they're saying is we have a million users of which only 5% are actually paying. You make money off anyone that uses you, even if they're not paying anything, because you make money on the back end with the network, even if it's fractions of a cent. Is that accurate? You are breaking it down. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I just want to make sure you get the credit you deserve. Okay. So two to th two to 3000 new customers per day. And obviously you probably have great word of mouth as a free tool, right? But, but what are some of the intentional things you're doing to drive additional customers? Um, some of the intentional things that, 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 that we do, um, you know, we're, we're going after, uh, businesses with, with video. We've got a new room system. Um, we're developing what we call team accounts. So historically, you know, we've been kind of a bottom up. Right. Um, anywhere where there's another conferencing company, free conference calls also present in that company. Right. Because somebody just grabs it because it's easier to do or, or whatever. So we're actually now starting intentionally trying to go top down, which is different for the company. It takes different resources. 
Um, and, and, and so we're looking at it as, as, as a whole and actually trying to perfect it right now. I don't, I don't think we have it perfected. Um, but we hope to see a top-down decision-making happening within the free conference call network, which would be new to us. Right? You're approaching 15 years of, of cohort data. So I imagine you know this number, or maybe it's not important to you, so you don't. But on average, what is a new user or a new customer worth to you over their lifespan? Um, a couple bucks. That's okay. I was going to say it's probably like a, it's like a Subway $5 foot long at, at the most, right? Yeah, it's... it's but that when when you look at the volumes and the numbers and and what's happening, that's 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 pretty amazing. Yeah, I, I'm tr- what I, one of the things I'm trying to do here is make this real for people. It's kind of like when you say, you know, the national debt is a hundred trillion dollars. It's hard for people to wrap their brain around it. I'm trying to figure out a way. Okay, here's a good question. So for for a customer to be worth five dollars for you, about how many hours or minutes do they have to be using you guys over their life? They've got to be a power user. What is that though? Like, can you quantify that somehow to make it real for us? Um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a power user. I'm on three to four conference calls a day. Average length? Average length would be a half an hour to an hour. Okay. So call it 30, 30 hours a month, right? Or maybe call it, call it 360 hours a year for five years or so. That would be a $5 user to you. Yeah. And then you've, you've got to, you know, put in there that like how many people are joining the calls, right? So I'm the CEO of a company. Um, so my, my call counts can be pretty high, um, where other people might just have two, two people. So, um, it's a mixture of frequency and how big, you know, how many callers come to your conference calls. In terms of just pure user base, there's no one even close to your size. Is that accurate? Um, you know, organically grown. I think the only thing similar would be like AT&T where they, you know, one point really, you know, controlled the marketplace. Um, but all of the other guys have done a lot of purchases, you know, acquisitions to gain base, uh, as opposed to, but we're about, I think we're the third largest in this country. Okay. Top tribe. Many of you ask me all the time, how did I get my website up so fast, so quickly? And why is it doing so well? The answer is simple. I use hostgator.com to keep the thing cranking along. They've got a 45-day money-back guarantee, which is great. I used their free website builder to get the site up because it's ideal for WordPress. It's just what I use. They've got 4,500 templates and a free e-commerce plugin as well and 24-7 support, which we love, right? We love that. I bug the hell out of them. They always get back to me. So I've got you 30% off along with $100 in free AdWords credit. To grab it, just go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan, but you got to do it now. Again, hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. You mentioned a million conference calls per day, individual callers, 40 million per month, but, but how do you measure who your active customers are? Do, do you say, do they make a call in the last qu- well, at least one in the last quarter? Like, how do you measure that? Yeah. The, um, you know, we're, we're always looking at all the different attritions. What's interesting about free conference call is, is that we have such a varied user. Um, you know, Somebody came to me with a number once and said, hey, you know what? I think 1% of humanity has used free conference call, right? And it's this kind of like, so when you think of like, you know, half of humanity doesn't even have a phone, um, you know, and you start kind of boiling it down, it's like that swath, you know, that coverage of of just humanity, it, it's amazing what's what it's being used for. And it's all different, right? I mean, we've got people that just use it once a year. So it's very hard to track that kind of attrition. 
or to know they might sign up for a new account every year. You know, we hear stories where they just get together on Christmas or something. (laughs) Over, over your life. What's that number over the life since 2001, how many, how many millions and millions and millions of customers have used you guys? So we're, we were trying to put our finger on that today. Um, we know that it's over 1.5 billion conference calls we've done. Okay. Um, and just and to be clear, that's a, that, when you say conference call, you mean an individual call or calling into a conference. So 1.5 billion people. Yep. Well, you don't know if they're unique. Some people might have three different email addresses in that 1.5 billion, right? Yep. And, and, and in that 1.5 billion, you know, we've got guys like me that use it over and over and over and over and over again. Right. But that's just a, you know, but that would, you would, you would still just count as one though, right? If you did it under the same email address or no. No, this is actual calls made to our conferencing bridge. Oh, got it. Not, not, that's not your best guess of unique customers. That's just conference calls. Right. My best guess of unique customers would be somewhere probably around 70 million. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that makes a good sense if you're doing about 40 million calls per per month, right? Um, 70 million. Interesting. So what is the, I mean, what, what's the team size today? What are you guys at? Um, we're right around 140 people. Okay, and, and bootstrapped, which is great. Where are you guys based? So we're based um, in Long Beach, California. Our headquarters is here and our customer support is here. Our development is in, um, you know, the United States, but mainly in Eastern Europe. We're in Ukraine in a city called Chernigov. And in uh, Russia, in a place called Nizhny Novgorod. Those are the three big spots for you? Yes. That's great. Now, I imagine you're approached all the time to either be bought out or to let investors invest in you. How do you analyze that kind of incoming kind of opportunity? Yeah, so I used to toy with that a little bit. I mean, it's kind of flattering when someone comes and says, hey, you know, we think we want to pay a bunch of money for your company. What's the most you've been offered? Uh, Right around a quarter of a billion dollars. Yeah. Okay. So how do you say no to that? That's a good story. Um, you say no, <laughs> get, get me into your head though. Seriously. How do you say no? Are you married? I am married. Yes. What does your wife curse at you at the dinner table when you say, honey, I just walked away from a $250 million deal. No, she's, I, I think she's happy cause she knows who I am. And I think she probably saw, you know, I, I, I think I got my head twisted around that and I'm not like a financial deal guy. I'm like a, a engineer kind of creative guy with, you know, wants to try some wild stuff guy. And, and I think that I have momentum and I get to do that because I have this company. And if I sold it, I don't know, you know, maybe they'd let me do more of that or whatever, but it's, it's, uh, I'm supposed to be here. I love it. Um, you already have an incredible asset, obviously you've built, but when you start looking at the next five years, there's going to be a huge war for ear share. I mean, you can like AirPods, you look at Google home and Alexa, which are voice inputs, AirPods or consumption, all these things. Um, you have a, a very large set of voice data. If you chose to actually capture that and use it strategically to help your callers. Um, are you thinking about the voice data space at all? Oh, we, we look at the voice, voice, voice data space, you know, we've done, and I, and I think, um, this applies to that. Let me know if I'm, if I'm off, but where we, you know, um, run through cash, if they, they allow us in their recordings to get keywords to recorded conference calls. And so what's interesting at free conference call is we allowed for free recording and we get a much higher uh, number of recordings per you know number of conference calls because it's free. And um, then they enable keywords, which allows them to store words that were in those conference calls and then search through those conference calls to find out which calls they talked about a specific topic. And so we see, you know, using information that way where they can like work through their data differently, their voice. How does 
once you get into the recording game, I mean, I start thinking about cost of goods sold and hosting expenses and things like that. How does offering that for free not just totally kill your margin? It's, it's you know... Have you offset since, that cost to somebody else? Well, we save so much money in sales. Like, we don't have any salesmen selling free conference calls. We save so much money in accounting because we don't bill anybody. We don't have, you know, uh, accounts receivable and, and you know... Processing fees. Yeah. And so there's there's areas of our business where we save save big. If I give away something like free recording, that's a lot cheaper than having a sales force. And a yeah. sales force, right, goes out and sells your stuff because you don't give free free recording away. Last few questions here before we wrap up with the famous five. Uh, Twenty six. Well, actually, take me back to two thousand and one. Total sales in two thousand and one. Do you remember? Oh, first um, year. Gosh, it was it was it was super small, you know, it's probably around $50,000, 50,000. Okay. And then fast forward 10 years, 2010, what'd you break? Uh, 2010, we were, uh, uh, 10 million top line, 60 bottom or six bottom. Okay. I was about to say, wait, <laughs> you, I love your business model. You, you more goes to the bottom line oh, than no, came no, in no, the no. top. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. That's, that's 2006 was 10 top line. And um, six bottom line. Okay. And 2010 was almost 10, 10 million bottom line. 10 million bottom line. Same same margin there. So it was about 14 million top. Uh, no, it was higher. Higher. Okay. Um, and then are you comfortable sharing 2016? What'd you guys break? Um, in 2016, we were up over 100 million on top line and I'm not sharing the bottom. <laughs> are, are your margins generally getting better with scale or about the same? No, they're actually going the other way. The, 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 you know, we spend a lot more. What do you mean? They're getting worse? Yeah. They, they, I mean, at a hundred million, you know, plus a top, we're not, you're we're not, not taking 60, 60% to the bottom. Yeah. It would be amazing if we were, but where are your costs scaling? Uh, development, marketing, um, you know, being a mature company. I mean, things are a lot different here. Uh, we've got great healthcare. We, we, we come in as one of the great companies to work for in this country. We've got a lot of benefits and things, and we have a lot of fun here. And so, um, really that's kind of, you know, in my eyes, investing in the momentum mm-hmm. of, of this business. Um, I, I like, I was I like asking, I like asking acquisition questions, uh, but you're sitting on such a sweet thing. It makes complete rational sense to me why you would never sell. So I'm going to ask this question a little bit differently. <laughs> what, what offer, uh, would you have to sit down and tell your wife that you rejected where she would go, Dave, you're, ac- you're actually crazy. You should have taken that deal. Ah, uh, you'd have to know my wife. I don't think that works, but I think, um, come on. Uh, I mean, a billion, two billion, yeah, five. probably a billion, a billion dollars. I mean, I think a billion's kind of that next mark where you would like say, do you do it for a billion? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know what I would do there. I think I would probably say, yeah, I, you know, I'm going to go do something else. That's great. And as most, as most of your top line growth coming from just new customers, or are you bringing new products to market? Oh, so, you know, what's interesting is, is a lot of it came from actually taking the free conference call network and exposing it to, you know, the big carriers. Um, so a lot of our connectivity now is direct. So where the carriers pay us to actually transport the traffic across the country, um, and so we're doing much, much more in the food chain than we were before. And we do a very good job and we supply our competitors. Um, you know, we're, we're basically arms dealers. If we, if we have something, we'll sell it to anybody. Right? Have you done any, uh, any acquisitions to drive growth? Uh, nope. Um, we, we really haven't. Um, we've looked at some stuff, but, uh, you know, we see things becoming simpler and, and we see them being provided in a certain way that, 
acquisitions not really all that favorable to us because I think we're still on a leading edge of technology. Yep. Good stuff, Dave. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. These are quick answers. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Favorite business book. Um, wow. You're talking to a guy that's never read a book. Um, <laughs> well, then we're going to put none because I don't want you to lie. Number you number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? A CEO that I'm following or studying right now. <laughs> um, gosh, I can't say there is. Good. None. That's easy. Number three, besides your own, is there a favorite online tool you have? Favorite online tool? Um, yeah, it would have to be Uber. Uber, okay, a big Uber user. Number uh, four, how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? I get about five to six. That's pretty good. And uh, what's your situation? We Obviously, we know you're married. Do you have kiddos? I've got three kids, 28, 23, and seven. I love that. All right, and how old are you, Dave? I'm 52 years old. Last question. Take us back 32 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Ooh, um... You know, I, 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 I wish he was more relaxed um, and not so so uh, worried about how things were going to go, right? Because things went really good. There you guys have him. Dave Erickson, it started with a $10 domain purchase back in 2001. Check out HostGator if you need a domain. He scaled that up in 20, uh, up to up to 15 million bucks, a top or around 15 million bucks, top line, 10 million to the bottom line in 2010, 2016. Broke over 100 million bucks, top line, uh, taking less in terms of percentage of the bottom line, but still super healthy business. 140 people totally bootstrapped between Long Beach, California, Ukraine, and Russia. Uh, 1% of humanity uses free conference call. Dave, I love that. You're a copywriter too. 40 million conference bridges per month, 1 million conference calls per day, 2,000 to 3,000 new customers per day, worth about five bucks each to his top line over an extended period of time for those power users. Dave, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you.